Welcome to the Setting the Ground Podcast. It is September 28th, 2014. Hey there, boys and girls. This is Cujo. This is Baldo. And today we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Frank Savino. Yeah. I'm a business owner here in Old Town Salinas. Yeah. Who the- found them? Who brought them? He's <laughs> 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 just—he's one of the... One of the tumbleweeds in this at the public house. It just kind of rolls Tumble- through sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes and goes. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's a, it's a, our biggest guest, I would say, our most influential guest. Our our most, it, it's right in our wheelhouse. You know, we're Salinas Underground. We have downtown Salinas Undergrounder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, definitely. Well, anyway, I mean, well, the real reason you're the the chairman. Excellent title. The chairman <laughs> of Salinas Valley Food and Wine Festival. Yes, I am. Yeah, and we're, we're here to talk all about that. And first question that I know most people are going to say when we had, when we said we had the chairman on there is what's the Salinas Valley Food and Wine Festival? The Salinas Valley Food and Wine Festival. And I'll give you the big marketing spiel. Is <laughs> Full salesman. A <laughs> festival that takes place on seven blocks in Old Town Salinas. It's a multicultural, family-friendly, free event. And we draw from all over the city. We draw from Monterey. We draw as far, from, as far north as uh, San Francisco. Oh, wow. And we've had people drive up from uh, L.A. and uh, Paso. Um, one of the th- things about the festival itself is that there is a wine, beer, and food tasting portion of the event, and that you buy yeah. a ticket for. Okay, so and well, other than that, then the the food. So if you don't pay, what and uh, you show up, what what's going on? Or, you know, what is there? For you, you get to do. You get to see people eat. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Actually, the uh, okay. the wine and and food and beer tasting all happens inside of the shops in Old Town. Oh, okay. So it's a nice opportunity for people to get to know the shops and all that. On the street, however, there will be three stages, starting oh. at the head of the three hundred block, in the the head of the two hundred block, and right here in front of the grindhouse at the Steinbeck Center. So there yeah. will be a band at both ends of Main Street, and there will be a cultural stage uh, at the top of the 200 block. And we usually get people, the Aztec dancers. Um, cool. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. That Yeah, that kind of like uh, gives me like a Santana Row type vibe. You know, exactly. Just, yeah, shut yeah. down the street. And, and it's all and festival. It, yeah. That, and how how long has this been going on? Which, this is the fourth year. Oh, okay, so it's pretty young. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. This is what Pebble Beach Food and Wine wishes it was. <laughs> well, that's what I like about it is, and you know, is the like I like, the realness of it. You know, we're working, we're working town, work, you know, working class city. We, but being so close sometimes to that, it's like we don't fit into your festivals and your events. You know, yeah, we could. Save up a couple hundred bucks and buy a ticket <laughs> and show up and be out of place. But this is kind of like our our take on it. You know, exactly. Is that we we understand the food and the wine just as much as you. I mean, I'm, I, I'm looking at a chef from, from Carmel right now, yeah. <laughs> sitting here drinking oh, yeah. a beer. You know, yeah. we make their food. Exactly. <laughs> we um, 
if you're not holding a ticket, most of the restaurants are doing some type of a special luncheon from noon to four for like four or five bucks. So if you're really hungry, you could go inside. We'll have a smokehouse guy out on the street. We have a Korean barbecue guy out on the street. Um, the cowboy sausage guy, who's always a blast to have him here. Um, but Francis, he's just amazing, and he's pretty funny while he's here. You had me at Korean barbecue. A Korean barbecue. There you go. I just talked to them. They're they're in. This should be good. I had a question. I wanted to beg. There's a big Korean community here. They were really. We also have on Gabaland Street, they have what they call Salinas Valley Alley. Um, all, not all, but many of the produce companies are donating produce in the little plastic bags to be given away. There'll be kids event and kids, you know, festival fun things to do. There's a blood drive going on. There's all kinds of, uh, you know, just things for everyone to get involved in while they're here. Yeah. And. Uh, speaking to you before we started, you said you've been here, uh, business owner downtown for 11 years. Yes. And this is the fourth year. How did this come about? You were, you were here obviously for a couple of years and then, where, where did the event? <laughs> Councilman Steve McShane is a friend of mine and he called me at midnight one night and said, Savino, we're going to do a festival. It's going to be really big. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. Boom. We're going to do this. So our first year was just on the <laughs> 102 and just wake up at midnight listening to that going, Oh, okay. I'm in, you know, and it's like, he's very serious about promoting Salinas. And that's probably yeah. one of the most amazing things about him as a city council person. He just, he really cares about this city. Um, and, you know, everything that he does, he brings that uh, flair, that character, and he just grabs people and makes them want to be involved. Yeah, you know, the energy really, really rubs off on you. You know, like he really, he really does. Definitely. Our first year was only two blocks. It was the 100 and 200 block. And by our fourth year, we're on seven blocks. We'll have an old car show, an old boat show. There'll be those giant tractors that are out in the ag fields at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They got a few of those coming. So it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, there's going to be something that fire trucks will be here. And, you know, I think there's three fire departments participating. It'll be great. Yeah. And what was the date again? I don't know. If it's October eleventh. October eleventh. It's just one day. One day. One day. All all day. Five hours. One question: Where can you get tickets? Can you buy tickets same day? That's more than one question. <laughs> <laughs> so tickets. And how much are they? Yeah. Tickets are thirty five dollars, and you can buy them day of. There'll be several locations on the street that you can pick up a ticket. Okay. A lot of people just come and think, "Oh, what am I doing?" And then they go. Oh, look at all those people walking around with wine glasses. <laughs> then they want to go buy a ticket and partake of that, right? And that $35 ticket it, for the beer and wine and yes. food? and food. There's, there's no, oh, wow. Food tasting. There's no limit? No limit. Well, no, there, there, I was thinking there might If you walk from the 300 block to the 100 block it's gonna, and stop in all the places, it's going to take you about three hours. So if you want to start walking back, back the other way. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to our car. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-five dollars. That's like a, like a regular beer festival. Exactly, yeah. and that's just beer. Exactly. So, and the kickoff to this, there's a kickoff party on Thursday. 
October 2nd from 6 to 9 out on Gabaland Street. It's just going to be a farmer's market with a band and um, produce and food and all that. I'm excited. And then yeah. on October 4th is the the big black tie uh, winemaker gala. And uh, you'll bad. actually see me in a tuxedo. <laughs> I saw the one I want, the one-button polo. Uh, and a bow tie. If which I get a penguin suit for Halloween, yes, and I get exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be at the new two hundred one main. Yes, I'm. I'm excited about that. Everybody's uh, excited uh, about that. I've yeah, been, it's really that ticket's a little more expensive. I think those tickets are eighty five a person, one hundred and fifty a couple. However, for two hundred bucks for two people. You get a ticket to the gala, two tickets to the gala, and two VIP tickets. And the VIP lounge will be down here in the Steinbeck Center again this year. It'll just be fun. Yeah, awesome. That's yeah, that's a, that's very very reasonable. Definitely. I mean, especially if you've been following what what two hundred one uh, complex is going to be. It's your opportunity to really get a close look at what's going on in there. It's amazing. Yeah, and sometimes it's fun being in there if you're not. Um, I mean, if you don't, if you don't usually kind of rub elbows with the the movers and shakers, it's kind of interesting to see them in a different element. You know, True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. I mean, but definitely. Yeah, again, it's yeah, you know, it's a chance for everybody to put on a jacket, and yeah. you don't have to go black tie, but they're saying it's black tie. So yeah, yeah that's fun. In Salinas, that's coming. Come wait. Last year, McShane and I wore matching. Gold tuxedo. Gold <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> he looked. <laughs> In case you didn't know who we were yet, <laughs> come over here. You come over and there you go. <laughs> you get to meet us. Yeah. All right. So seven blocks of downtown Salinas uh, taken over for food and wine. And is all the food just um, the restaurants opening up, or is there chefs or other people coming out? And there are some chefs from other places that are coming out, and um, we're we are we're trying to focus mainly on the downtown restaurants, um, but there will be people coming in from Monterey and uh, different restaurants. Yeah, and I mean, you do, it's, it's one restaurant really with Patria that kind of created a big <laughs> yeah. buzz this year, but it's really amazing when you add, you know, if you add 201 there, and exactly. now you're looking at the 200 block, because, I mean, well, you have a lot more experience with this, and you, you can tell a lot more stories, because the 100 block is... Very active for what, uh, what, I mean, I've, I've been here my whole life, all 27 years, and up until, you know, middle school, high school, my mom wouldn't even bring me to this neighborhood, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, I remember, they, then they did the Steinbeck Center, and things kind of were different, and now the 100 block, I mean, you could come here 9 or 10 o'clock, pretty much any, any day, seven days a week, and something will be, two or three things will be open, there'll be people walking around, and uh, but now it looks like the 200 block is next. Oh yeah. Well, my business is Aqua Blue Skin and Body Spa, and since we place. opened, <laughs> we've been open till eight o'clock every night, six days a week, and we're open till six on Sunday. Um, but it it just made sense. It makes sense for us to stay open and be available for people as the restaurants start to open. We're actually thinking of staying open till ten o'clock. Don't tell my girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and is there, 
Uh, is this kind of like the who takes the lead? Like, is there kind of a is this the old town Salinas organization that kind of encourages businesses or says, "Hey, look, you know, the foot traffic is increasing at this time," or who makes the, the choice? Is it up to the business? Event wise, um, the Old Town Salinas Association and the foundation are um, personed by volunteers, and most of those people are business owners or business professionals. We've got a couple of lawyers. We have an accountant. We have all kinds of just business people that are in Old Town that are participating in both foundation and association. So both organizations are well-staffed with people downtown. And the goal originally was just to keep attracting more people and to make it look vibrant, safe, secure, pretty. Uh, and I think they're doing a really good job with that. Yeah, it, it really is. And I'm personally excited if CSUMB really does the, you know, that deal goes through with the Steinbeck Center here. You know, have some of those college kids that are going to be doing their business, you know, they're going to bleed out here into the, the neighborhoods. And, and I think that's a, that's a really great opportunity. The CSUMB is really growing. And the, I, Monterey has kind of said, you know, we're all about the tourists, you know, exactly. kids. Uh, you know, yeah, we want those Bay Area dollars. Well, uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> we'd like to draw those people. We draw probably more tourists to the Steinmix Center than we draw local people. And if you have yeah, not right. been in the Steinmix Center and gone through the museum, they have uh, Rosinante, which was Steinbeck's RV from back in the day that he took all across the uh, country with in uh that he wrote the book Travels with Charlie, yeah. you know. So it, there's a lot of really cool history in that museum, and people should experience that. Yeah, that, to me, that that's it's a real cultural icon. Like, I mean, and not only that, Steinbeck is the most popular he's ever been. He's, he's a very – he was for the people, you know, again, with this whole 1% and all that. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. having money is bad. Um yeah, so he's more popular than ever, and and he this is his hometown, and you know we we were raised in some of the similar situations that he was. So it's like we think like him, and we have this here, you know. We we could open our minds up. You know, exactly, he was right there. He was the white Caesar Chavez of his day. I mean, yeah. really, he helped the people in the fields, and um, you know his books really brought a lot of attention to the plight and uh, the lives that those people were leading. It was, it's just amazing. and We need to be focused on that. We need to really celebrate the people from our area that, you know. Yeah, and I mean, and a lot of the buildings are still here. That's a, another thing I'd like to say about this downtown is a lot of downtowns in the 50s or 60s, you know, when the suburbs came about, they're like, well, what do we do with these buildings? Well, let's knock them down you know, and create <laughs> empty lots that are gorgeous. So, and somehow, I don't know why, you, I, 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 we I must have had some really great politicians back in the 80s or something. Somebody, <laughs> we had some forward-thinking people. Like people me. that were really paying attention. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we could have destroyed a lot of these. I mean, again, this building here, we're sitting in this from 1894, and it could very well be just a grass lot. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. This was what they call, you know, because it was pretty stricken back in the day, um, they call it a redevelopment district, and uh, all it took was a little cleanup and a lot of people focused on, you know, bringing some nice businesses down here, and it really, really attracts our local 
population. Yeah. I, I, and the Maya Cinema, that's another big attraction. Yeah, that, 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 Although that's a new building. They knocked down an old building. <laughs> yeah, build yeah, yeah. They, they kind of try to make the facade now, similar. Now, the guys that are doing 201 also bought the bus station and the Dick Brune building. Their goal, because I don't know why, they're trying to float Steinbeck's boat, which is a sunk up in yeah. Seattle. And they're going to bring that into the Dick Brune building. And make, and that's going to be a restaurant. You'll be able to eat on that boat. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been, yeah, because I'm very, very interested in city planning. I yeah. did my senior project on city planning. I said, how are you going to get that in? Yeah. Well, we're going to take out a wall. Okay. He's, he's very, very ambitious. They are. I mean, I remember when they first showed up. Um, the Taylor Building right now should be a 15-story gotcha. hotel. And um, so, yeah, when they came in at first, I, I was young, so I was like, whoa, Salinas is about to become junior San Francisco here. <laughs> here we go. And then... Well, we could wish, but... Yeah, yeah. Someday. Yeah. It's, yeah we're, we're culturally different. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, they, I, I've been following them for, well, that was 2005 when I graduated, so it's been 10 years. It's been a while. At least 10 years. And yeah, and they, they bought the Greyhound, right? The Greyhound, and they have, they have good ideas, but hopefully that works out, the 201. I was thinking, I was like, man, I mean, these guys are, they're just, they're probably smarter than I am, you know, they could, they have enough money where they now, buy stuff and sit on it until oh, yeah. it I was like, that, that must be it. That, that, that's got to be. Cause I was like, what? Good investors. Yeah. 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 Was, but yeah, because I was like, what? I mean, I'm only reading, you know, what the paper puts out there, but it's like, man, you're either great businessmen or the opposite. Well, um, think about a, a tapas bar in, in downtown Salinas. That's yeah. amazing. They're going to put that in there. That's, you know, okay, an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Okay. But a tapas yeah. restaurant. What's well, a tapas bar for those that don't know? Small uh, tapas are small plates of amazing food. They started in Spain, and um, cheese plates, olives, all those types of things that, uh, and you you can buy multiple plates and share with everybody. So that's what a tapas would be. You so get, a bar with food. Yeah. All right. <laughs> to share food to share. Yeah, that's, that's really fun. Again, and uh, that's that's something that again will pull those college kids, I believe, and and the kids from Santa Cruz and all that. Oh, exactly, it's new cool hip stuff, and and hopefully it brings the, the rest of Salinas out. And because I I don't that's one thing that bothers me. We always talk about the lettuce curtain, and it's like, but Salinas itself is divided. You know, we yeah. we're trying to reach out to Monterey. Well, let's reach out to to Salinas. Garner. Yeah, yeah let's exactly. reach out to Alvin. You know, let, let's, let's go to the north side. Yeah, pull them in. Yeah, let's. Yeah. You know, yeah, because to me, I don't get how this this downtown is not the cultural hub already. You know, it's. I get it. it it's been, I guess the mall is where. Yeah, you know, mall. that's, that's <laughs> where a, a lot of ideas are spread in this town. But it's like, why don't you come here? We have again this, but this is a night. You know, very other than the hotels which bring people to downtown Monterey. Monterey struggles with that too, with Del Monte. You know, downtown Monterey or Del Monte. You know, where do you go to shop? Yeah, so, my wife goes to Del Monte. Everything's there. Yeah, it's all in one place. Yeah, I like that shopping. P.F. Chang's. Yeah, yeah. That's, they have great chicken. <laughs> 
That's also uh, compliments of the 49ers. <laughs> the DiBartolo family. Oh, yeah. To the enclosed shopping mall. Oh. You're welcome, world. You're welcome, downtowns all over America. <laughs> <laughs> Five championships. Sorry, we'll take it. That definitely. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, let, let's see. Oh. So we've talked. Is there any other events leading up to it? Because again, the the festival is a one day event. But uh, what are is there anything? We've talked so about the, the kickoff party October second in the evening, and oh, yeah, the winemaker gala on October third in the evening. Then the food and wine festival, and then after that will be the holiday parade of lights. And then Salinas goes to sleep for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to do, uh, sometime in May, we're talking about doing something called the longest salad bar in the world. So I don't yeah. know that we'll be able to pull that off this year, but we're really putting a lot of plans in place for that. I, I have an idea, and I finally have somebody, yeah, yeah somebody with experience that could, um, could recently that, uh, Thing came out the second least educated city in the country, you know, Salinas, and people were up in arms and they were really upset because I think people felt like they were called dumb. You know, uh, like, no, yeah. we're we're productive. You don't need a high school diploma to harvest vegetables. <laughs> I are those residents though that are doing that. I a lot of you know a lot of the young people um, leave the area to go to school yeah. and then. Uh, they don't come back, you know, they go to work for Google. My oldest son went to work for Google, you know. Um, my youngest son didn't. (laughs) He's still, well, he's out for now, but he'll be back. And one of the things is having opportunities for these young people to come back to. We need to attract the bigger businesses. We need to attract uh, places that offer executive positions, high paying executive positions so that you're motivated to go get a master degree or, a, you know, whatever four year degree yeah. and work your way through a company and become an executive in a company and have it be local instead of a bedroom community. And, uh, this is again, this is just asking your personal opinion. How would Salinas go about that? Cause I, I've heard a lot of times is that, oh, well, Salinas doesn't have the land for a, you know, a big, company that wants to move their research and development and all this over there well one of the things that just happened the county bought the um capital one capital one building that building was big enough to bring in a large company yeah why did they do that that's terrible you know but that's my opinion. I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, yeah, this is uh, where it's But you all have opinion. the Firestone factory. You've got the McCormick factory. There's a lot of places that we could fill with, um, for, uh, forward thinking ag based products. You yeah. know, they're working on all those things, the green bags that keep your produce fresh for longer than two weeks and, how to package this stuff in something that doesn't suck the moisture out of it and, yeah. but keeps it fresh. Those kinds of things. We need to be the capital of that R and D. And that is what will, and Dennis Donahue did a really good job of trying to attract that type of person. Yeah. He's, he, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. And another guy that can talk your ear off <laughs> once you get going. Exactly. Yeah. But he, he had a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has a lot of ideas. And actually this, this idea that was started this conversation, I, I've been meaning to send him an email about it because I was like, well, Dennis is the one that this will go anywhere. 
Um, well, because I, I have a, a idea for a festival again, similar because I think there's a lot of in, lot of intelligence or smartness. I don't know things you can't measure, and, and intelligence you can't measure here in town. Because I was saying, well, uh, our buddy, he's an engineer, you know, and he builds these multi-million-dollar machines. He'll send his pictures of this 20-foot-long machine that he went flew to North Carolina to build. And like, wow. what does it do? Oh, it slices uh, apples. <laughs> it slices apples for McDonald's. Or it washes it washes the lettuce like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah and, wow. and um. He doesn't have an associate's degree. <laughs> he has yeah. a high school diploma, but it's a it's a trade. He learned that from his dad. Yeah. And if you put him up against some of the best engineers in Germany, you know, he can compete with them. But well, you can't measure that statistic. So uh, my idea was, well, you again in May once everything comes back and then you know people start start working and you you tell the the big companies that have engineering departments. You say, all right, get your best engineers, and they're gonna ha they have a whole year to go dig through your graveyards and whatever old equipment you can find, and there's gonna be a theme every year, and you guys have to design a sculpture that you're gonna make at this festival throughout the year. So you can't build it; you can design it. You know, all year you could design it and you know figure out what you're gonna do, and then whenever that festival comes up in you know May or whatever you. You have a six-hour-long festival, and so you say you tell these engineering teams, "All right, this whole year you've been planning this. You have six hours to build it now." Wow! And you know, that, I like that idea. There's your challenge. I'd love to have that done out here on Main Street. That's perfect. People, yeah. people would flock to see that. Well, yeah, exactly. Because, like I said, we, 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 people that are, you know raised here, we've seen the the transition of these machines to more modern and modern things, and subconsciously we. It's in our memory. We don't know that. So I think if we see that old machinery that we used to see when we were a kid, we'd kind of be like, oh, that's Salinas. You know, that's yeah. the Salinas I remember, you know, the just being a kid and, and having fun. And then, but to see it repurposed and now it's art. And that's now, even better. Yeah. So the, the city doesn't have millions of dollars to go out there and, you know, get these Spanish art you know architects to design a fancy bridge like reading or something you know <laughs> so well let's have our people make our art you know and, exactly and that art belongs to us you have the arts council uh monterey county arts council and they are hugely supportive they gave us a thousand dollar sponsorship grant and we have the live art guys coming that saturday they'll be out on the street with huge canvases doing real-time art oh, wow. while you watch That's it's awesome. gonna be amazing and you know we're very focused there's a lot of really good artists that live here and a lot that have come from here you know the big yeah. hat guy and yeah. those kinds of people yeah yeah that that's a, yeah with the, the big hats people in salinas they're, they're to us they're just the big hats but then there's like like he that he's known for this around the world. You know, yeah, he has big yeah. lipsticks and big paper clips. And, and I wish they quit lopping the heads off of those other people that are out at the fields. You know, that are sitting yeah. in the field. Those, are, yeah, sometimes those he, are kind of cool. Yeah, or but you see the arm and you're like, oh wow, I'm gonna, I want to see what it looks, and it's just an arm, and it's like, well, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> what happened? Where's the, the guy? Yeah. <laughs> Is that do I'm not? Am I not getting the artist's intention there? Um. Yeah, so so that was my idea. I was like, well, see, we we can't all of a sudden get together and you know churn out ten thousand bachelor's degrees. And, <laughs> and uh, 
So it's, so this is how we can kind of get back and say, yeah, look, we're not the smartest. We, we, we know that. Um, but this is where our intelligence lies. Exactly. You know, this is what we do. And, and, and so, yeah. And I was like, well, One of the things is trying to look for um, the entrepreneurs, too. And there's a lot of grant money out here that I don't think is being uh, taken advantage of. And I think that's another way, you know, even Old Town, I think it was uh, Alan Stumpf and Dennis Donahue. Uh, Alan Stumpf was the redevelopment director and yeah. Dennis was the mayor at the time. And they said, well, you know, you come to Old Town and if you have an idea, you throw it at Old Town. And if it works, you stay. If it doesn't work, you another business comes in and takes its place. And, you know, that it's an incubator. Only it's an incubator on seven blocks. And yeah. there's a lot of opportunities for entrepreneurs. But we need to teach them how to uh, get funding and sponsorships and all those kinds of things. Now, there's groups that do that. Uh, Rotary Club is really instrumental in helping people. There's a couple of other clubs. I think LULAC helps people, too. Yeah. Um, it's really important that we keep focusing on that and helping young people at least get close to realizing their dreams. Yeah, well, that's great to hear because, I mean, we, we don't know each other very much, but uh, I, I've i always had that entrepreneur thing, and sometimes I do feel out of place in Salinas. You're like, God, you know, like everybody just seems like they want to settle. You know, I have this drive. And recently I was in that uh, Steinbeck Innovation class, the, the one they did after the Capital One, you know, they closed down and they did the, it was that. well, that was Dennis as well, you know, where he reached out to Silicon Valley and brought them in. And I was, you know, in the first group of kids or people in that class. And it was amazing. It was 30, 35 people all from Salinas, you know, and there's all this entrepreneur. And it's like, ah, I knew there was some <laughs> other people out there. There are. And, totally. uh, well, actually, uh, what's the angel Garibaldi? Angel Garibaldi. Yeah, from, yeah. He's uh, a friend of mine. Yeah. Well, he was in that class as yeah. well. And, uh, and yeah, so it, cause I would have, I would have, he did a, a, you know, little mixer open house recently and I would have never gone, but knowing him, I had, you know, I had the confidence. Oh, let me just go and. It ended up working out here for the podcast. He had a couple more connections, you know, and it was like, ah, this is what I it's thought. It's all about the connections. There is a, there is a thing that the Salinas Chamber does called Leadership Salinas Valley. It shows you, it's assuming that either you're working at a particular level in a company or you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or something already at that point. Yeah. But what it teaches you is, how to be involved in the city, how to work with charitable organizations, how to become the chairman of the Food and Wine Festival, yeah. you know, where to look for sponsorship money. And, you know, years ago, I was the vice president of the, um, oh, what was it called? The Women's Crisis Center. And I did that for like two or three years. And it was eye-opening to be a part of that, but you had to really focus on helping this thing keep going. And, and there's a lot of other charitable organizations and it's really important. Once you become successful, it's really important to give back to the community. And we, we actually teach our girls, our girls and guys at the spa that they, you know, should volunteer for different events and, 
you know, help in all those ways. And so we're very focused on that. Yeah, and that's another big reason why I like to push downtown. It's because I always say when you walk in, that person that's helping you more often than not is going to be the owner. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so you'll you, find me behind that counter, that yeah. desk a, a lot. Yeah, and so you'll you'll get the best service. Plus, you know exactly who you're supporting. And and well, my you know again, my stepdad's been they've had story here for years, and I know you know for firsthand that. Where the money goes, you know, the money exactly. stays here. Exactly. He spends, he spends all his money here. And again, when you go to these other big chain places, which I mean, they have their purpose and they have their place, but really the only money that stays here is the wages that are paid, you know, exactly. and the taxes, you know, on the, on the rent. But yeah, so that, that's why I think I, I'm a big pusher of downtown and I walk around, you know, every week, like, why is there more? There should be more people here. But, um, <laughs> And, but and there's great events like the Art Walk every month is an awesome event. You know, we started recording there. Now we cool. Yeah, That's we, good. we record at the Cherry Bean. She's done a really nice job with that. And uh, you know, it was a, a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. She's doing a really good job though. So. Yeah, and and I mean, yeah, to stick with it for so long, you know, like you said, to, for work in progress, and you know, you have to. Give back to those people. Yeah, let them know. Exactly. Yeah, you're you have to give back to your community because that's where the dollars are coming from. Yeah. So you have to funnel something back. Yeah, totally. Well, speaking of, I, mean, I want to kind of go on a little tangent here. I don't know, just came <laughs> randomly. Uh, the, no, I want to talk about the baseball thing. Uh, what oh, Do you yeah. think that would work out? Being <sighs> a business owner here, seeing how they pretty much they're saying we're going to need the money locally. Can you explain a bit more about the baseball thing for is this the week at, was it on Tuesday? Yeah, it was this past yeah. Tuesday. Okay, yeah. So. yeah, you haven't oh, brought it up. I left work. You know? I left work. <laughs> Who's at supporting 3 the baseball thing? Yeah, yeah I, I left work at 3.30 to go to that. Yeah, I went to the, the city council meeting. Well, anyway, um, uh, Bakersfield has a high A level minor league baseball team that they, the city's not supporting anymore. So the owner decided, hey, let's, Let's move it to Salinas. And he didn't just pick Salinas randomly. He's also, if you look up Al Marketplace, he's uh, redeveloping 52 acres of uh, where big lots and granite and that whole area. It, it really needs to be redeveloped. It looks like a cool idea. It's huge and it's Salinas. So um, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so all of a sudden he's now added a baseball stadium. Uh, to this whole master plan of uh, this LSL marketplace, and he wants to put that team from Bakersfield here. And he, they're thinking it's about a fifteen to seventeen million dollar stadium. Wow! And how much did they spend on the uh, Bakersfield? Rob yeah, Bank the was seven, I believe. Seven at, million, at most. Yeah. Okay. That's my thing. Is they own minor league soccer teams in Oregon? And it's like, dude, okay. <laughs> Throw three more million into Rabobank, and you'll have a really world class exactly. minor league soccer facility, and it's a lot easier to sell soccer in Salinas than baseball. baseball. Yeah, oh, yeah. Baseball. Well, and you have to attract a lot of teams from places, and you need to see talent that's right on the cusp of going pro and that kind yeah. of thing that attracts people and if that's the kind of team that they have that would be awesome but yeah it's you know, the 17 million dollars 
Wow. 17 million. Yeah. And then that, yeah, it's like, I believe that, that money's around here. Oh my God. Uh, some farmer out there. That's <laughs> not like, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I would love it, but I don't think it this, is. this city loves its sports teams. Just look at how much attention they pay to, uh, football, <laughs> high school yeah, football. High school football. <laughs> it's really crazy, you know. And uh, girl soccer, Bobby Soxers. That's just that's amazing too. Yeah. Um, I think you know, uh, oh boy, that's uh, a lot of money to throw at a base. And on how much does the baseball team cost? You know. Yeah. On top of seventeen million. <laughs> yeah. Seventeen million. But seventeen million to build a stadium brings a lot of local dollars to lo- a lot of dollars to the local economy in the form of hiring local construction people and you know those types yeah. of people neighbor, so, yeah and well the, what i'm looking at is the neighborhood right in, because they want to build it on front street right run by john yeah. and oh uh, wow really yeah wow. the old uh well hayward lumberyard oh yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right there yeah, he was the the CEO. Huh, speaking of positions, <laughs> the CEO. Uh, I don't know. Something Hayward was there, and he was like, "Yeah, we we don't use seventy five percent of our of our place, so you know we're willing to sell it." That's what to me was the most amazing part is that it's seven months ago, the city, the mayors, the city manager, and the city council members signed a non disclosure agreement, and hmm. seven months ago, it's like, what's the big secret? I don't I don't get it. It's a baseball team, like. There's something that just was weird about it. And then uh, the owner, I, uh, what was D.G. Elmore, which uh, that's just <laughs> such a typical baseball owner oh, totally. name, D.G. Elmore. Uh, so anyway, so and he was like, yeah, I already have three local contractors wow. that would be willing to bid on it. And it was like, whoa, what? Whoa, what? That's a lot of jobs. What's going on here? Yeah, that's a lot of jobs. You know, the city... Uh, People were concerned when they sold this parking lot and, you know, sold it to Taylor to build the building yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And the city needed the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they did that. And when it's really tough for municipalities right now, a lot of them are going broke. This one seems to be floating pretty well yeah. we have a we have a micro economy that's not as affected by the national economy uh as a lot of other places so although a baseball team. Uh, yeah <laughs> a minor, minor league wow okay and, now if they're connected to you know yeah the uh, seattle the mariners high high team. yeah and yeah, I just I, I thought it was well. The funniest thing that I thought was they're trying to move out of their stadium in Bakersfield because their um, home plate faces west, so the sun sets on the batter's eye. <laughs> and it's like, wait, this isn't wow. like some phenomenon that just started twenty years ago. The sun's been setting on the west, and it's Bakersfield. Like, come on. <laughs> I was like, there's well, Bakersfield. Uh, you'd be surprised. They they get a lot of a lot of grief, but they. Uh, I was on the um, board of the local Relay for Life for a bunch of years, and Bakersfield is the number one Relay for Life event in California, and they're number three in the United States. Oh wow, that's huge! Yeah, 
But if they can't feel the baseball team, how are we going to do it? Yeah. Right. Well, that's what's funny is going to their newspapers and go to the comment sections, and it's like 85% are like, good. Get them out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Oh. Like, yeah, it's a tough town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Unless you can do summer camp for pro teams, too. That would be kind of cool, you know, summer. Yeah, and I, I don't know, maybe get CSUMB or I don't know, maybe get them to go in there. That'd be, that'd be, I don't know. It, I like the LSL marketplace idea. I would love it. It's just that Selena seems to sometimes they ambitious plans come up and <laughs> council members seem to get very excited. And, Green vehicle. Yeah. That was a, <laughs> I don't even get me yeah. started on that. Cause that's, I got an hour on that. <laughs> oh, well, when that, when that first happened, I was like, I enjoyed, I was like, I enjoy the balls, you know, that is a risk. And that's a risk that I didn't see. Selena's didn't seem to, want to take as a city like you do private uh, public partnerships is, that's just how it that's just how cities run nowadays so when i saw it i was like i like it and then you know reading into them and seeing their website and their friend it's like oh, this is yeah. not ever going anywhere but come on hopefully hopefully something something good. i don't know i i, I appreciated the effort but it, it seems again they just big ideas and kind of get blinded and you know, I see a lot of the a lot of ideas that are happening that are you know still ten year, fifteen year, twenty year things that they're working on, and I'll be retired by then. I hope. <laughs> I hope I am. I know. Yeah. I I. But you have to continue to move forward and keep looking forward. This building is that they're building out here is going to be amazing. I mean, that just. That took a dead spot and put something pretty where it was. So, you know, and then that building is beautiful. So that hopefully, parking lot wasn't even even. Well, no, it wasn't. It was. None of it was gravel. <laughs> they had to go pretty deep to sink those pilings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, Oh, man, I had a really good question about Selena. So, oh. I was like, because oh. no, it, 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 this is like, I'm a nerd for this stuff, you know. So it's like, I was, I'm sorry, people listening, and I'm sorry, YouTube. But it's like, I finally have somebody whose brain I can. Yeah, we don't mind. That, like, <laughs> go for it. Like, man. I, because I, I mean, like, this is why we do it. You know, we want to talk about Selena's and and the great stuff. And uh, oh, okay, and it just came to me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a big thing to, that I, because like I said, the city planning is always. It's still a dream of mine. I, I hope to become a land developer at some, you know, if cool. I could, I could be, I'd like to take, you know, either repurpose a building or just take a piece of land and create it for useful, you know, for, for people. And, um, so a big thing that I think that downtown is lacking, and I don't know, maybe you could have some insight on this is a housing is nobody lives down here. And to me, that, that is a big deal, like that density, that, if you have, you know, 300 people in a building and there's shops and restaurants down, downstairs, you know, they're probably not going to get in their car and go to Applebee's. That is something that we're really lacking, market rate housing. So, and what that means is it's, it's not low income housing, but it's, you know, on the median income yeah. of the people that are actually working downtown. The city did have for the property owners, and I can't imagine why they 
didn't take advantage of it. A program for even low-income housing where they had an interest rate that was subprime. And it was one of those loans that you could pay back over 50 years or something. It was amazing. And no, and very few people took advantage of that. And if you look at the t- the t- upper floors of most of these buildings, a little renovation, you know, like the 238 building across from Aqua Blue, right? They're going to open a Mexican restaurant downstairs. A uh, little high end, mostly beer and mostly beer, and wine, uh, food. But upstairs, there's 5,000 square feet. Oh, wow. And all they have to do is run the utility straight up the middle and put four lofts at 1200 square feet a piece that all that's share all the utilities huge. right see yeah. that's what you want to do you want to be oh, doing yeah. that kind of stuff yeah oh, that, that. so and there's a lot of buildings that are still empty and unused and all that down here that really could take advantage of that you know, some of the property owners have been sitting on these properties because it's been in their family for years and years and years, and you inherit it, and you go, "God, I inherited this white elephant," you know. Yeah. So until an entrepreneur comes in and says, "Hey, rent me that for you know so much a month, and uh, see what happens," you know, and that's what happened with Aqua Blue. The, my landlord opened owned that for years, and uh, nobody was in there, and so I. Called them up. I called the people up one day and said, eh, I've got an idea. And they said, Oh, that's a pretty good idea. You're going to pay for everything. <laughs> I said, Yeah. So I put my house up and, you know, all that and borrowed a quarter of a million dollars. And I, uh, made that what it is today. You know, so. And it's great. I mean, you, first time I walked into that place, it was like a, Smells good. Yeah, well, and then the city just kind of shut away. As soon as those doors closed, like, I know you were hearing water going over rocks. You gotta know what you, what it was, but it was just soothing. Absolutely. Well, that's the goal, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was a great place. It was, uh, yeah, you saved my relationship. So <laughs> that was, the, I hear that a lot from guys. Yeah, was, yeah Aqua Blues that I really messed up this time. <laughs> we call those guilt certificates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, well, I also did. Uh, I think you guys have like a makeup service. I did, like, oh yeah, for my mom at, for her wedding. Cool. So yeah, I I really enjoyed it. it was yeah when uh, Friday when he was like, hey, he's the one that does uh, food and wine. He's like, hey, owns Aqua Blue. Oh, I I love that place. Like that's one of those places again. Like, <laughs> love I said, to hear that. We drive drive by, you know, every, and I'm like, oh, hopefully it's still there, and hopefully it's still, <laughs> you know, Salinas. You every once in a while things open, you're like, that's cool, and then yeah. a week later, it's like, ah. I know what happened to the hookah guys. Those guys were kind of cool, but okay. yeah, I, I I like I liked their idea. Well, the the vapor lounge guys seem to oh yeah have taken it yeah. yeah, and they're they're they seem to be really really mo- motivated. It's like a husband and wife team. I think they're yep. opening a place in Monterey now. Wow. Yeah, they they they're they're really good. I that's another you know couple or somebody I've been wanting to get on here. But sometimes again, it's like ah, you walk around at seven and it's and things are closed. And it's like ah, I, I know. Like why can't things be open for me? I'm downtown four times a week. <laughs> Just stay open for me. Having but, having restaurants open on Sunday night is just awesome. That's a big thing. That's and, huge. Uh, well, Monday everybody's closed. I don't know except for Olive Garden. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep throwing ideas your way until you say, you know what? Uh, I've had enough. Because <laughs> uh, well, a big thing that I I because I like parking at the structure. It's just so simple. But that that walk from the structure to when you make that corner here around, mm-hmm. it's it seems like there's something missing. Like it, it's it, it's it seems kind of industrial and, and not like this is this is the gateway yeah. to a to downtown how could who do i yell at or who do i convince that that, really what can we do i think what we want you know i and i looked at that the other day i was like watching people walking on the street because they're going to make the left turn and go up main street so it just seems like a shortcut to walk on the street and make that left but really if you walk up the the steps through that little walkway through Steinbeck, that's a much nicer walk. You know, it's like, do you take 101 or do you take 280 yeah. to, to the city? You know, I go on 280 because I, I like the way it looks. You know? And there's less traffic and the fog rolling over exactly. the hill. Exactly. It's, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you get up on that hill, you can see the airport and the bay. Yeah. And all that. Yeah, it's pretty. You know, 101, it's like, Wow. Yeah. yeah. But when you're on 280, you get a lot of those cars that kind of bring you back to reality. Oh, yeah. That, totally. like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> totally. I'm, I'm just this. I'm a, uh, a spec. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that, I. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I like don't know that. how to get people to really, um, you know, unless you did something like they did in Vegas um, off Fremont the, Street thing. Yeah. Or, with or the big, yeah. neon, you know, I don't know. Neon's kind of. I like that idea. Kind of. Old fashioned or, yeah. or something, but uh, something that attracts people to walk there as opposed to walking yeah. on the street. Yeah, because I the picture on the wall here is beautiful. I like that mural that they painted, you know, and they put the Steinbeck boat on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon, a Dick Bruin. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> if they can ever get it to hold water. or not hold water. Oh yeah, once once he once he started raising that in Seattle, says, "Oh no, you have to leave that here because it's ours." Oh, what, really? You left it sitting on the bottom of the <laughs> bay there? Yeah. Look at that Puget Sound. And then Monterey says, well, it should come to Monterey. No, it shouldn't. Nope. He's coming everything. to Salinas. Everything doesn't have to go to Monterey. Yeah, they, they chill out. They're yeah. so, such a small, that's what I dislike, 30,000 people pushing around 155. And Monterey got, uh, you know, they had that train and... Too many people fell off of it or whatever, and they were having a hard time, so they gave it to Salinas. <laughs> hey, you, here, you guys are here. <laughs> you can have this. Okay, we'll take it. Yeah, we yeah. can fall off and yeah. get back up. We're yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> All right, and that that's the one. But I love Monterey. I don't want to say anything about Monterey. I love Monterey. I get cigars oh, yeah, there yeah. and stuff. Well, and you're Italian, right? I'm yep. sure. <laughs> Somebody in Monterey is like, ah, I don't know about this guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a saint when you open the door. There's a saint. No! Saint Josephine. Don't let that guy in here. What? <laughs> Wait, I love the whaling station. you got to let me in. Come on. Yeah, and again, it would be great uh, to, you know, have this nice relationship with Monterey, you know, where we can go back and forth. But it has to start here. You know, we have, oh, exactly. We, we have to... One of the things about the lettuce curtain is that it's self predicting um we feel put upon by 
that, and I hear more people from Salinas that talk about the lettuce curtain than people from the other side of Monterey County. And uh, I see those people, a lot of them, coming from Monterey to Salinas to do whatever business. A lot of the people that work for the county here in these buildings, they don't live local. So we need to keep them here. We need to attract them with restaurants and bars and all that stuff. Yeah. That's, um, I forgot what, it was a national paper. So, you know, Salinas is where you have to come, you know, you come to Monterey County, yeah, go do the touristy thing, but at night, come to Salinas. Yeah, exactly. This is where the real Monterey County is. Uh, well, Steinbeck would be in Monterey, but back then, Monterey was Salinas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, was the, that was the bad part of the county. We'll I'd love to get uh, David Drew and the, the Lane brothers to start bringing some good, good, good bands. More good bands. They've actually had quite a few really good ones, and uh, yeah, I'd like to see more coming. Yeah, what they did with the Fox is amazing. Absolutely. It's, it's, I, Boy, they renovated that, and it's just beautiful to see lights on the fox yeah you yeah. drive by and you see the marquee and it's just this real old school feel about it. i mean they still have the ticket booth and exactly and yeah it, it's really nice and that's great and hopefully that's i know we're, we're just a very very you know got a very very small following and it's growing actually a lot every, every month hopefully you know we can add to that you know hopefully more and more people listen to us more and more like well, let's go check out downtown. These guys keep talking about it. They record from there every week. And, you know, hope, hopefully we can do something. And great events like, you know, Saloon's Valley Food and Wine. Honestly, I've never been. I'll be, I'll be there this year. I, I was planning on it anyway. I told James, cause I, you're going to have to come on before, you know, talk for 20 minutes or something about it. And he was like, yeah, definitely. And, well, now we have the chairman. We have there you the go. Yeah. The, the chairman of the board. We got the, we got the Frank Sinatra of the Silicon <laughs> Valley Food and Wine. And, you know, there's places like XL Public House. That's yeah. amazing. This is good beer. We're the yeah. only bad beer. And now they have my favorite. One. Yeah, we have to say it. <laughs> well, what's your what's, favorite? Yeah. Hanger 24 Orange Wheat. They just hooked that up. It's good. Really? I'm going to go get one right now. Well, and just earlier today, somebody was here. They're like, "Golden Drac on draft." Golden Drac. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen that. Man. Nobody has that on yeah. draft. This is, and uh, yeah, this is a great. I, I like. Uh, this is the Cheers bar. I, I've told people exactly. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, if, if you're alone, I've never just come here. That. You know, come here alone. Yeah, so we're gonna. Happy. You're gonna make a friend. Somebody's oh, gonna totally. bring you in. And the guys at the bar are friendly. James yeah. is friendly. Adam's friendly. Everybody here. It's a. It's a great place. Yeah. Plus they have all those table games out there, which is kind of fun. Yeah. So. yeah and that's again another thing that I felt was lacking: intelligent conversation. Here, yeah. you, you, know, you could go. You could go. You know, we have full spectrum. Yeah. There's no TVs here. No we TVs. Have, uh, we have uh, board games, card games, and it's fun to see people just you know not know each other. And be you guys want to play Jenga? Just gather around a table. Bonded a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah, you run into, hey, how are you doing? And then you look at them like, who are you? Remember we were playing chess last night? Yeah. You were kind of drunk. Like, okay. Well, if you want TV, you go to a sports bar, like Dubbers or the Salinas Sports Bar. I still bar, haven't right? been to Dubbers. And you haven't been to Dubbers? I've been there for, man. what, six months now? Yeah. <laughs> six months. Fresh yeah, squeeze. A lot of TVs. <laughs> Other places, uh, Patria took the TV out of the bar. I could, I didn't even know they did. They didn't, it didn't seem like they should have one in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real nice place. That, yeah. 
They make well, they don't want to take away from the ambience of the place, so they don't put a TV in. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, Everything in its place, I guess. Yeah. No. The TV plays right in front of Potter. <laughs> don't you don't have TVs there coming? But anyway, yeah. I, there's there's everything. There, there's a big mix down here. It's getting better. And uh, if you show up and you haven't before, then you're just making it better. Spend spend the money. That, exactly. That's a big thing. Lots of beautiful boutiques. Lots of new boutiques coming in. Bliss Boutique has been here for. Probably eight or nine years. Head over heels, rooms in bloom. They were here before I was. And, uh, then it was rooms in bloom, hullabaloo, uh, aqua blue, Monterey coast. And, uh, we even have our own brew pub down here. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They make the beer. They do. Yeah. They make the beer there. Charles is amazing. So yeah, it's all good. Yes, and that's the amazing thing is, see, you're able, well, you've been here 11 years, but you're able to name everybody, you know, first, my first name. You know, it, it's not, oh, yeah, it's Mr. Smith that owns, you know, that, that <laughs> oh, place yeah, down uh, there. You know? I know them all. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, most like me. Yeah. <laughs> most. There's all, you need, you need that, the uh, people to not like you. You need that pushback. Oh, yeah. It makes you better. But, um, Another idea. I'm just, I'm just thinking of my ideas. <laughs> cause I got, well, cause you mentioned Hullabaloo and I know they, they, uh, they had that little patio area that they kind of sealed off now. Yes. Is there, do you know if there's any plans for that little alley? Well, what happened was, um, years ago when that was the windfall, the Fairmont brothers got a permission from the city to build onto that particular alcove and it was a a rent-free kind of thing for as long as they kept it open and when hullabaloo went um finally went out of business the patria people and the people that own that building did not own that particular add-on so there was no power water sewer anything and to make that into something, it was going to cost way more than they would ever realize uh, over 20 years even. Yeah. So, so that's why they tore that down. And the, the city just retook it. I wish the city would do something with that permanent seating or something to keep, you know, we have a vagrant issue here in town to keep yeah. the vagrants off of that thing. A lot of things, you know, it's just, it needs to have something going on. That'd be a great place for a band, a battle of the band night or just, yeah. you know, certain bands to come in. I don't know where they get their power from, probably from the street lights yeah. and, uh, or something, you know, maybe put on impromptu plays, give it to aerial theater, let them put the kids out there. Oh, that'd be, good. you know, that'd be kind of cool. cool. My idea was uh, kind of like uh, like they do on the wharf, where the samples. So restaurants, you know, pottery or you know whoever would have a, a guy there in a you know nice little yeah, put a tent know, up. Yeah, first Friday would be a good time to try to do yeah. something like that. Yeah, cause and even wine, you know, put some wine on there. There's a lot of health department ABC yeah. things you have to get through, but uh, someone would have to spearhead that, not me. Yeah, I yeah. do enough. Yeah. Uh, it's really 
it does take somebody dedicated. All these things that go on, you know, I, I just want to thank all the volunteers. There are about 600 dedicated people that volunteer all the time for everything. It's amazing. And without those people, we would not be able to pull off the stuff that we're doing. It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. And that, that's, again, the reason, big reason why we do this is that's the big frustration when we hear that this is a bad town or like, oh, you, you live there. And then it's like, yeah, we do a bunch of great community events. And because we don't have that money, because, you know, we don't have all those master's degrees and all that, we have to rely on a lot of people's free time. And they come out. And that's why this is a great community. You know, and that's why we live in Salinas. Yeah, we can move out. This is an expensive place to live. We could, we can go to Wichita, you know, <laughs> but we choose to stay Nevada. here. Yeah. Yeah. There's much cheaper places that, you know, that are different. But if we really hated it that much, we would leave. And the, the reality is that it's a great place to live. It is totally. And yeah. I moved here from Chicago oh, wow. 17 years ago. You're, you're the dream again when they found it. Uh, the, the big thing is they wanted this to be Chicago of the West. Yeah. You're, you're living their dream. I'm living their dream. Yeah. Chicago's a great town. Oh, yeah. Uh, horrible home, weather, but home you know, of the blues and hot dogs. I guess that was my and thing. Hot. <laughs> the hot dogs. Was like, every, there's a hot dog like when I went to Chicago dogs. Yeah. Like again, growing up, you hear all the whole Texas and barbecue thing. And then you go to Texas and you're like, Holy shit, every block has a barbecue place. Everybody, and then you go to, well, Chicago is the pizza and the hot dogs. But when I went to Chicago, that's when I was like, dude, the, like the 7 Eleven advertises, oh, we have hot dogs. <laughs> like, you know, the, they all got a pickle and onion. And it's like, it's not a, I don't know, it's not what I would call a hot dog. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Chicago is a cool town. And Italian beef, that's what I grew up on. That's, yeah, that's what, that's what I like. Uh, Monterey is cool, but we need more Italians in this town because it's like, we can't get no cured, good cured meats anywhere, you know? <laughs> or some cheeses or something. What? No, <laughs> no that's, that's not cured meat. No. We need a su- sal, uh, salamaria and salumi and salami. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. 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 Italian, uh, Italian food is so, so good. And, yeah, that's what I was like. I'm down from North Beach, you know, from San Francisco or like wherever. I know there's a lot. I don't know where the neighborhood is in Monterey. I think it's called Monterey, but like, come on. Italians, a bunch of, we're cat, a bunch of Mexican Catholics here. Like, we're your people. Come share your food. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Italian cheeses and cured meats. That's all, that's all I want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, Anything else? Uh, we're, we've gone an hour, and uh, my interview skills are not that great yet. <laughs> I need more Dan Rather stuff. But uh, yeah. uh, I just have, want to say thank you. Yeah, this is great. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I um, this is going to legitimize our podcast. Yeah, lots. definitely. Like, dude, yeah. Oh, like, dude. You don't, <laughs> thank you. I, that's it a, is. That, that's it a is. business owner. <laughs> yeah. He's a chairman <laughs> of stuff. Like, what? I mean, yeah. Because we've been talking about it, how you can meet the owners, how you, if you come to a local business, the owner's usually behind, but I, we haven't gotten anybody other than James. Okay, so. Yeah, well, and it's it's kind of difficult, and it's also like, yeah. well, who are you? You know, <laughs> like, a lot, and that's a lot of uh, to me that that 
kind of sometimes bugs me because it's like, well, you don't know, just be friendly with everybody. You never know what's going to come of it. Oh, exactly. But, um, but yeah, and, but I, it's understandable, you know, and it's like, well, I'm recording this and <laughs> going out to people and, you know, it's on iTunes and all this stuff. Like, that's kind of scary. <laughs> but it's like, well, no, like, we just want to do something different. Stop it, bother you scaring him. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, we could do the same. I mean, for all 27 years I've been here, it seems like it's the same thing and over and over. And I was like, well, let's do it our way now. Yeah, let's know? do something new. You're like that little kid. I've been on this earth for nine years and I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. <laughs> uh, this is great. This is awesome. And I think that this, hopefully, I actually hope that this will lead to bigger and better things. And uh, it's a forum. Yeah, exactly. That's that's our thing. It's it's uh, we don't have editors, we don't have directors. We, you know, we'll do it all if you want if you yeah if you're doing something in this you want to talk about it, come on and talk about it. That's okay. cool. Again, where we are that get that forum. You, however small or huge your event is, we don't care. We want to talk about it. We're interested in it. Are you doing this every Sunday? We do yeah. it every Sunday. We've oh, been I'm doing sending it all my friends. We're also doing it every uh, first Friday from Cherry Bee. Yeah, oh, from the Cherry Bee. Yeah, so we do five episodes a month. Oh, my yeah. new drug of choice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I started, I went in there one day to talk to Todd about something, and they were just roasting something that smelled amazing. And I was just, you know, buying, uh, most I'd go as a bag of Pete's or something. And so I bought a bag, took it home. I smoke cigars. Probably shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> brewed myself a frank cup of coffee, which your spoon would stand up in it. Uh, and I put a little cream. And the, had a cigar and drank that. And I am hooked. I buy two bags. I'm not telling you what kind. Um, Sumatra. <laughs> a week at the cherry bean. So I buy two pounds a week at the cherry bean. I can't stop. Nice. I can never go back to real coffee or the uh, store-bought coffee again. Yeah. Not real coffee. What they do is real coffee. It's amazing. And when you're when you're drinking your coffee and smoking your cigar, are you like overlooking like the countryside and just pondering <laughs> life? Or what are you usually? No, I have a I have a man cave in my garage. Okay. I got a big old leather chair, a forty-two inch TV. I watch. Nice football yeah. <laughs> or or whatever you know i get caught up on all the way i like stuff like da vinci's demons and the borgias and uh, strike force and nice. those kind of things so i i like to watch them all in a row boom 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 boom, boom while i'm smoking my cigar having my espresso <laughs> okay now i i was picturing a more sinister, like just like. Yeah. Well, I used to have. I drink coffee. A uh, I had an office. Across the street from the spa, up on uh, the top floor, and um, they had a they had a roof. And if you ever watch Boston Legal, at the end of Boston Legal, <laughs> those guys that go sit out on the roof with their cigar and their, yeah. their whiskey or scotch or whatever, right? Cool, and they'd be looking out all over Boston. Well, that roof looked at the police department. <laughs> so I called that my poor man's Boston legal. I go sit up there and have a beer instead of a whiskey or a scotch or a cognac and, and smoke my cigar and look out over the police department and everything going down <laughs> South Salinas Street. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, it, 
that, well, that reminds but there, me. But there are those amazing things at Salinas that yeah. you can do. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. such that's a, yeah, such a cool thing. I I because I like that too. I like tall buildings. Did you go to the air show? You didn't really have to. You uh, just look up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you you pay to walk through planes. Yeah. But yeah, well, no, that reminded me of that story uh, when they built the Transamerica Pyramid at Bank of America. You know that they put they specifically built it higher than. I think it's 550, you know, yeah. the Wells Fargo place, 550 California, I think is their address. But wow. they specifically built it like 40 feet higher. <laughs> so from their executive office, they would be looking down, down at the Wells Fargo people. Oh, and they like, wow. Uh, so it's Zing. Yeah. Yeah. That, the way rich people. <laughs> you know, the rich people fights are the, are the, are the great. That's how they one up each other. Yeah, yeah. The spite walls and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Over here in reality, it's pretty much. But that, that's cool to hear. Cause yeah, I, I like to do that. I like to take pictures of these angles of Salinas you don't really see. And you're like, Definitely. This is, this is a real city, a real working, living thing, you know. At one point I was like, I can sneak into that Taylor construction site. Take a picture from the top, and I was like, "No." Pretty soon, you'll be able to go. Yeah. I I know the person who will get you your own tour of that. So uh, she's on our she's on our OSF board. And, See, See what uh, happens when you come out downtown and meet people. Oh heck yeah! yeah. You get to yeah. you get to know everyone. Yeah, you meet the guy with the tours. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, uh, again, uh, some, thanks for inviting me. And some dates again. Uh, oh, the dates. Okay, yeah. October second. The kickoff party on Gabaland Street, October 3rd, the Winemaker Gala at 201 Main, and October 11th, the event itself, the big event. That sounds great. Look man. forward to see everybody out there. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's just an amazing time for the city of Salinas. Yeah, that, that's shaping up to be a new big week. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, it finishes off with the parade. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, a new big week is forming, everybody. So yeah, so so go out there and support it again. It's a, it's free, it's free. Uh, the eleventh is yes. a, is, a, is a free event to show up. It's thirty five dollars if you want to eat and drink. Which thirty five dollars to eat and drink three blocks worth of food and, and drinks. Not bad at all. It's not. You're in Salinas. You got to pay like three dollars for a cab. That's it to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, take advantage. Well, you know, it's it's our event. But anyway, once again, you know, Frank, th- thanks for being here. Thanks for bringing some legitimacy to the podcast. (laughs) We get to say, uh, we know him now. (laughs) He went on. Come on. We're not that crazy. He went on and he's only kind of crazy too. So, you know, just follow the crazy. Oh, definitely. Anyway, well, cool. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, first Friday is next week. So yeah, we'll have Um, two, two episodes coming up next week. Catch us at the cherry bean. Make sure, um, you show up with an instrument and, um, I perform people. Like, I competition, man. You don't even need an instrument. There was spoken word. <laughs> oh, that's true. That guy. Oh, that guy with the, the. He looked like the Mad Hatter. With the oh hat. yeah, and yeah. He was a poet. He got the hat. Yeah, yeah, he had great poetry. Yeah, he he was there was. the first day we were there, mm-hmm. and then he was there like when he did time. about the atomic bomb. And yeah, like, oh, that was. It's really yeah. He was uh, he's also the one that did the one about his dog. Remember, cat. No, it was a dog. Are you sure? Yeah, it was a dog that died. And he did the reggae yeah, one. Crying, dude. Yeah. He did the reggae one. He also did the reggae one. Yeah, go, go out there. Immensely talented people in this town. Yeah. But anyway, come out. Have see fun. y'all next week.
two episodes. It's going to be great. Thanks for listening. Later on.